The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Free Roll Football Contest. Join our free season-long pick'em for a chance to win $3,000 and a Super Bowl autographed SGP helmet. Sign up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Israel Adesanya, his greatness personified. One of the greatest mixed martial arts fighters of all time. You are listening to the fight show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, looking at the key fights from UFC 293. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on X at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. 
You can also follow me on one of two X accounts. The first one is at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. I am the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast, which means I host the EPL show, the Scamessa Italia show for Serie A, and the Champions League show as well, along with other futures previews from other competitions and leagues. So far, I've only dropped one lock at the start of the season. So I've started the season six and one with my locks. And generally, the shows have been very, very strong. A strong start to the Soccer Gambling Podcast soccer season this year. If you want to make sure you never miss a show, make sure you are subscribed to the Soccer Gambling Podcast, a show that has delivered a profit every single season so far since it's existed. A service that has delivered a profit every single month since it's existed has been LockBetting.com. The X account for LockBetting is at LockBetting.x. That's at LockBetting.x. On that account, I always post my monthly profit and loss spreadsheet. It will always be the pin tweet on that, that account. Well, at least the previous month will always be the pin tweet. If you want to see all of the other months, if you are interested in signing up, you don't need to scroll down the X account. If you want to see the previous month, that'll be easy. That'll be the pin tweet. If you want to see all the other spreadsheets, they are posted in a place where they are easy to find over at the site, lockbetting.com. And you'll see how and why I have delivered 123 months in a row of transparent track profit. That means I've been undefeated in sports bank every single month for a decade. I can have losing days. I've even had bad weeks, losing weeks, but never over the course of a month have I ended up a loser. And I've done it all with sensible bankroll management. That's the most important thing. We don't chase losers with bigger plays. You won't find a five-unit play on there, 10-unit max a 20-unit whale, a play of the year for 40 or 50 or 100 units, nothing ridiculous like that. It's all sensible staking. It makes betting accessible for anybody with a disposable income, and that's the key part. If you don't have a disposable income, you should not be getting involved in sports betting anyway because you should never make a bet that you cannot afford to lose. But if you can afford to take the risk and get involved in sports betting, I'm a pretty risk-free service as I have delivered 123 months in a row of transparent track profit and done it with bankroll management, sensible bankroll management, and you'll be able to see that on every single spreadsheet and every spreadsheet is verified by the existing members with their comments. Before we move on to looking at tonight's UFC card, let me take a quick pause here to tell you guys about the free roll football contest. Have you signed up yet for our free season long pick'em contest? There's $1,000 for first place and $500 for second. And if you're a patron for the NFL season, your prize doubles to $2,000 and $1,000. Now, I actually forgot to sign up, but it's made absolutely zero difference because I would have been on the wrong side of the Thursday night game anyway, as I imagine many of you were, because the Super Bowl winner usually turns up in that spot and the Chiefs would have done had their receivers actually been able to catch anything. So I don't put it on Mahomes. I'm not particularly worried about the rest of the season, especially when Kelsey's back. But that was a loser for many, many people. So if you were going to have that game, you've lost absolutely nothing by waiting and you can still sign up for the free roll football contest. Plus, 
if a Patreon member actually does win, not only will they get double the prize money, they'll get the autographed full-size sports gambling podcast helmet that you see on every show, which is which is autographed by guests such as uh, Joe Deisman, Bill Romanowski, Pac-Man Jones, John Sally, Eric Metcalf. So sign up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. And if you want to get involved with the Patreon, it's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to get your chance to double your prizes and to win the weekly Patreon pickups. Let me also tell you guys about DraftKings. Can you believe it's been seven months without a football weekend? Well, that ends this weekend because the NFL is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. So you could bet 5 bucks on an NFL game for Sunday. And you can get $200 to blow on this UFC card this weekend. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. So head over to DraftKings now. Download and use the code SGP to sign up. New customers can take home, as I mentioned, $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code SGP. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after, after issuance. Finally, let me take this quick pause to tell you guys about game time. Ticket buying shouldn't be stressful, but often it is. I go to events in the UK and the US. Sometimes it's a last-minute decision. I'm talking about baseball games, NBA, NFL, UFC, WWE. And I've been in stressful predicaments. I've been in a situation where my ticket wasn't working. The event had started. My ticket wasn't working. Wilco wouldn't help me because it wasn't bought from that arena or it wasn't bought from Ticketmaster, who was their official distributor. Nope, it was bought through StubHub and StubHub's customer service is terrible. So um, got stuck outside for a while, got the problem resolved in the end, but it wasn't through StubHub. It was through different means. Um, There's also the stress of not knowing when to buy, where your tickets are going to come through, whether you're going to get a better row or section, whether prices are going to come down, whether prices are going to go up and you've waited too long. You just don't know. And all of that leads to stress and buying tickets to your favourite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time solves that as it's a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy and theatre near you with killer deals and last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll actually have at the event. Download the Game Time app now, create your account, and use the promo code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase to sweeten this deal even more. Terms apply, but again, create an account and redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Strickland. Mm. The narrative out there is that this is going to be a walk in the park for you. How seriously are you taking this fight? I never underestimate anyone. I was even thinking about Bisping versus Rockhold. When Bisping finally beat, beat him, took a fight on like 1.5 weeks notice or something, two weeks notice. And it goes in there and shocks the world. It's a possible reality. My job is to make sure it's not in this reality. That's in another parallel universe, another timeline. So I don't take this lightly. You guys have seen me. You see I've been working. What are the, some of the things that I think he's good at? Uh, he's got a nice card. 
for a good jab. Also, just to be honest, it's crazy. I'm just taking this very seriously. Uh, a man with nothing to lose and everything to gain is a dangerous man. So how dangerous is he actually according to the odds? Because that's what we deal with here. We don't deal so much with um, what fighters say in order to make sure that their fights are successful in terms of ticket sales and buy rates. We deal in actual betting lines, which will give you a fairer reflection of what chance Sean Strickland has. The bookies grade him as a 7-2 to two underdog in this fight. So he's priced up at plus 350 with Israel Adesanya, a strong 1-5 to five minus 500 favourite. This puts it in the category of not if... But how is Israel going to win the fight? Not that there haven't been minus 500 losers in the past, because, of course, if every minus 500 won, we would take the approach of just piling every single one of them together and um, taking long, long trips to Vegas to waste our profits. The method of victory market sees Israel Adesanya at 6-5 to five to win by TKOKO. And it's six to four via decision, with submission being the outsider there at 16 to one. For Strickland, everything has an outside chance, but the submission is biggest for him as well at 18 to one. Comes in a little bit for the decision at 12s, with the TKO KO representing his best chance of a win at eight to one plus 800. As for the over under markets here for this fight, over two and a half rounds is at one to two minus 200. So the books are expecting Strickland to get to the championship rounds or on the edge of the championship rounds as the under two and a half is only at six to four. The under three and a half rounds is at 11 to 10 and over three and a half rounds is at four to six. Again, they're expecting him to get past the third round and, and halfway through that. So maybe into the fourth. It's in 10 to 11 on over two and a half, over four and a half, sorry, and 10 to 11 on under four and a half. And will the fight go to distance? Yes, it's six to five. No, 46 minus 150. Don't forget, Israel Adesanya on points is at six to four. So the fight's going to distance at six to five. And Israel Adesanya being at six to four means that it's pretty much guaranteed that if the fight goes to distance, Israel Adesanya is going to be getting his hand raised. Now, the interesting thing about Izzy's knockout price, which is at six to five, um, he's very, very likely to get that in the opening two rounds. There is obviously a way where Izzy wins this late, which is with Strickland getting tired and Izzy finally picking him off after doing significant damage throughout the fight. But that hasn't been the case previously. Izzy tends to tends to coast if he cannot get that early knockout. All of Israel Adesanya's stoppage victories in MMA have come via TKOKO only in rounds one or two. So he doesn't have that third round, fourth round, fifth round victory. The Stylebender won his last fight with a KO late in the second round. So this whole market, which suggests that it's going to come late where is where Strickland is going to be able to get past the over 2.5 round mark but you also have Israel Adesanya at six to five to win it via TKOKO that's the favorite in that market that would suggest that that knockout is going to come in the championship rounds but the market suggests and points at something that's actually never happened so I find that interesting because I would just rather be on history side. I would rather be on Israel Alessania to win on points 
whilst having hedge plays on him to win on round one or two. That would be the safest way to play this out. Um, as for how I think it actually plays out in terms of a fight, I don't think Sean Strickland has a chance here of winning this fight. As much as they can talk it up, as much as Strickland is better than other fighters at selling the fight, he's not better than other opponents who have been in there. He doesn't carry more threat than people that have been in there, such as Pereira when going up against Israel Adesanya. Pereira, of course, already beat Strickland. Um, he's been in there with better points fighters when you're looking at someone like Marvin Vittori. He's been in there with better pressure fighters when you're looking at someone like Paolo Costa. He's been in there with better counter punches when you're looking at Robert Whitaker. So I don't think Strickland has a route to victory here. He does not have the wrestling game to take this bout out of the striking element and um, to keep Israel Adesanya down. So this isn't going to be a game plan that we saw utilised by um, Jan Blakowicz, where he was able to take Israel Adesanya down consistently and keep him there. Because in, in Strickland, you don't have someone with the type of size and power to hold Adesanya down the way Blakowicz did. So that's not going to be a game plan either. Strickland does a few things incredibly well. He has one of the best jabs in the business and... He does have a deep gas tank, but again, these two factors have been enough for him to break down lesser fighters, but it's not going to work against Israel Adesanya, who has underrated takedown defence, and uh, his size isn't going to be enough to keep him down, as I mentioned, even if he does. I don't expect Strickland to look as poor as he did against Pereira because Adesanya, as good as he is, and even though he did get that win back against Pereira, he doesn't have the power or that killer instinct that Pereira does. So it is likely that Strickland will be able to hang around. Strickland has been working with Pereira to get a better understanding of how to deal with someone as long and as lanky as Adesanya. But ultimately, I think this is going to be a bad night. I do think that Izzy's going to be able to land that consistent damage. If Strickland does understand what an uphill battle this is and he goes for broke, I do believe that Israel Adesanya will be able to find a counterpunch to end it in the early rounds. But what's more likely to happen here is that he's that he'll coast whilst looking good in the process. I do think that Strickland will sustain... Um, considerable damage throughout this fight and by the time it does get the score to the scorecards if it does there'll be no doubt that Israel Adesanya is a clear winner with the possibility of some 10-8 rounds in there so you may end up seeing a score of something along the lines of 50-44 something like that as I do believe that Israel Adesanya will be clear will put out a dominant display and will get his hand raised in this fight most likely on the scorecards unless of course Strickland does go for broke as I suggested which in which in which case we may see a TKO KO in rounds one or two so be careful if you are going to take those hedges so there's no reason to take him in round one or two just flat out because it's not going to be done via submission take the TKO KO prop alongside with it so you're looking at round with method of victory market Israel Adesanya TKO KO round one stoppage is it six to one and what I fancy more is Israel Adesanya by TKO KO stoppage round two, because I do believe that Strickland will get frustrated. He will go in with a game plan. He won't go for broke initially, but after three, four minutes, 
of um, not being able to get into the fight, then we may see a go for broke fighter and that will carry over into round two, giving Izzy the better chance of picking him off, finding that gap, doing the damage and finding this significant strike or series of strikes that end the fight via TKO KO stoppage in round two. So I would add those plus 600 and plus 700 hedges. Um, Those prices are better in certain places. I have seen a TKO KO available at 13 to 2 for round one or um, there is a prop bet available um, where I'm looking at one book you may have something similar where you can take Israel Adesanya by TKOK in rounds one or two which has been price boosted from seven to two to nine to two. So that could be another way in. I would put that hedge alongside your six to four plus 150 for Israel Adesanya to get this done via a decision and to look very, very good in the process. As I said, we're looking at something along the lines of 50-44 with a 10 round in there as I just don't see Strickland winning any of the five minute periods in this fight. Before we move on to looking at some of the other action on the card, let me take this quick pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app now or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Let me also take this pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog now has a way to play alongside your favourite football team all season long with their fantasy pick and game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually do, which is spend your Sundays watching the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Up next, we move on to the co-main event. And this is a difficult one to, to call, not because I have difficulty seeing how the fight will play out, just because... I would have thought that the UFC would have wanted Taitua Vasa to actually win their fight and have a very winnable fight on his homecoming. But that's not the case here. He's actually a two to one underdog against Alexander Volkov. And the method of victory market sees Volkov at 10 to 11 to win by TKOK, 14 to 1 by submission, and 4 to 1 via decision. Whilst Ty is at 5 to 2 via TKOK, 33 to 1 submission, and 10 to 1 via a decision. Will the fight go the distance? It's 11 to 4 that it will. And uh, 2 to 7 minus 350 that it will not. And um, if it does, there's only going to be one winner. That's going to be Volkov. And Volkov will be happy to come here and win a decision to stay on the outside, to utilise his game plan and to avoid that one big shot that Tai Tuivasa will continuously be going for. Because this fight is about the one narrative. Can Tai Tuivasa land that big knockout shot? And if he can't, then, um, then Volkov is going to get his hand raised either via decision 
or he's going to be able to come in and finish a gassed out tight to Avassa, who, as popular as he is, you can tell that he's not the most dedicated trainer. He's not the most disciplined trainer. He's likely to run out of gas towards the end of fights. There's a love of life in his demeanour. And I suspect that creeps into this training discipline. And that's where Volkov's going to have a big advantage. Uh, we've seen the ceiling with Tied to Avassa. He's shown us his ceiling. He's got... Um, athleticism and power and a chin which makes him a good gatekeeper here for the top five and he loves a firefight and has immense self-belief but that's been his undoing as well because when he comes up against a durable technician he should be able to always get past a fighter like Tai Tuovasa. Now when Tai Tuovasa has been able to win He's been able to overwhelm his opponents, but his last two losses are to people he can't overwhelm physically and who are technical on his feet. And Volkov is definitely the more technical fighter here, so he is a worthy favourite. Although previously, he himself has been overwhelmed and faced with explosive athletes before. Tai is the more dangerous, but Volkov has enough skill to pick him apart, take over late, and should be able to get the TKO, especially if uh, Tuovasa starts to chase that knockout, which he will. And it's harder to chase it in the later rounds than it is at the beginning when you're when you're fresher. You obviously do get the feeling that Tuovasa just explodes and cracks him because that's what Tuovasa does. And the home crowd will obviously love that. And uh, he does have the type of one-punch power to just instantly change the momentum of a fight. But Volkov isn't easy to put away um, than he is to actually stop. It's easier to submit him than it is to put him away via stoppage. As Derek Lewis is the only fight to put him away with strikes in his UFC run. If Tuvas is going to win, he's going to have to become the second person to do that because he's definitely not going to win this on the scorecard. So there is a narrative out there where I expect this fight here to be fairly similar to Tuvas's loss to Cyril Garn, where Volkov just wins a points decision, doesn't take any risks, and um, just comes through with patience and range and movement, which is enough to stifle Tay. But um, a lot of things here generally have to go wrong for Volkov to not win. And a lot of things have to go right for Tuovasa to win, essentially for him to draw him in and nail him with the haymaker. Plus, you have to look at the iffy cardio, which, as I mentioned, is a part of the whole Tuovasa package. He's popular because he loves life. But that love of life is exactly what makes him a weaker MMA fighter and a one-dimensional fighter with one route to victory. If he can land that shot in 15 minutes, he wins. But otherwise, it's Volkov all the way. Don't know how he gets it done, whether he plays it safe and coasts to a decision using his technical skills or whether he seizes the opportunity to take advantage of a more tired Tuovasa in rounds two or three and gets a stoppage. Don't know how he gets it done, but I do think Volkov is a good money line piece here for this one, a good parlay piece that you can add to boost your UFC parlays here for this card. And if you're looking to parlay him with someone, perhaps Justin Taffer would be a good way to go. He fights against Austin Lane here on this card. 
He's almost close to the same price. He's actually at one to two minus two hundred. And he's at four to six minus one fifty in the method of victory market to get the win via TKO KO. And that's what I see happening here for Taffa. At 35 and with three bad KO losses under his belt, I think Lane is just too old and too touched up to find success here. So this is a good price on Taffa, either as a parlay piece or to just straight out win via TKO KO because I think he will catch him at some point here in this fight. I would have liked better odds on Taffa. I don't know why the odds have shifted so significantly towards Taffa since their first fight, but I do like him anyway as I like his power and I'm not convinced that Lane's chin can hold up against the proven power punches. With that said, Lane is the better athlete. And if it does go to the scorecards, that means Lane has perfectly implemented a game plan to keep this power puncher on the outside of his ridge. But at this point in his career, I don't see Lane having that type of discipline in his striking. I don't think this is a mismatch. But I just think Taffer's power and striking will be too much for Lane at this point, who has a habit of exploding in his fights instead of utilising his advantages, which would be in this fight, his cardio and his range. He has more fights than Taffer, but the calibre of opponent hasn't been great. And I do think Justin Taffer over the 15 minute period does find a way to secure the win via TKO KO here in this one. Closing out with your lock on the show, we're going to go with history here. We're going to go with the side of history and we're going to take Israel Adesanya to win on points. But we are also going to take the hedge of Israel Adesanya to win via TKO KO. So not just round one, but the prop version of it, method of victory and round. So it's going to be Izzy round one. TKO KO as a hedge at 13 to 2 and Izzy round 2 TKO KO as a hedge at 8 to 1. We're going to hedge that for the appropriate amount, whatever that would be for you, whatever price you're seeing to make sure that you don't make a loss here on this fight if Israel Adesanya doesn't win via scorecards. Now, if Israel Adesanya wins via TKO KO in rounds 3, 4 and 5, you will lose money here. If Israel Adesanya ends up winning via submission, you will lose money here. But these are all things that Israel Adesanya hasn't done before. And I don't see anything happening in this fight that hasn't happened to Izzy before. I think this is a very easy fight here for him to take. I don't think there are many threats that Strickland carries. Strickland is a guy who lost his last two fights in the end of 2022 and has bounced back with two wins to put him in this position. But his loss against Alex Pereira was brutal. And um, prior to that, he also had a loss to Jared Cannonier. So um, Israel Adesanya, as I said, doesn't have that third round or fourth round or fifth round victory on his record. What he does have is a number of stoppages in round two or round one. In fact, all of his stoppages have been round two or round one. And then he has a bunch of decision victories where he's coasted to a decision victory. He did that for three consecutive fights against Marvin Vittori, against Robert Whittaker, and against Jared Cannonier. 
He then needed to find a knockout in his last outing against Alex Pereira in what was a kill or be killed type of fight. Because if he didn't knock Pereira out, Pereira was going to knock him out, which Pereira has already done two times before. So that was a huge win for Israel Adesanya. I'd probably say the most important win of his career. Otherwise, it would have been official. Alex Pereira has your number and he beats you every single time. So this is a big step down for Izzy in terms of danger, in terms of significance. Yes, he does get to get go home and fight in front of his countrymen, but I don't think that's going to be a huge motivating factor for Israel Adesanya to chase a knockout because he's never been anybody who has desperately tried to chase a knockout. Instead, he sees style points as getting a convincing victory as dominating his opponent. I think Izzy would be equally as happy with a 50-44 or 50-43 on the scorecards as he would be with a TKO KO or a convincing knockout. So my lock once again here on this show is going to be Israel Adesanya easily via decision at 6-4 plus 150 with hedges on round one, but specifically via TKO KO. So the prop version, round and method, which is available at 13-2 to two. and round two as well. Same way, method and round TKO KO, round two at the price of 8-1 to one plus 800 as uh, Israel Adesanya has won every fight that he has won via TKO KO only in rounds one or two. So 16 times Israel Adesanya has secured stoppage victories in MMA and they've all been in rounds one and two. None of them have been in rounds three, four or five. But I think this will go in the decision column along with those many other decision victories that Israel Adesanya has coasted to. That's why I'm taking this as my main play, the lock here for this edition of The Fight Show. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.